With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's going on? And happy holidays from us here at Columbia House Party. Jake, what's up, man? You feeling festive? You feeling cheery? I'm always feeling festive. Actually, that's not true. I am feeling festive, though. I'm not always feeling festive, but I'm feeling festive right now. I have been eating like it's the holiday season for quite some time, so oh, I'm ready. Oh, buddy, I am I am excited for holiday drinking and eating. I will tell you that much. Look, what was I going to do? Fit well into my Christmas sweaters? Come on. <laughs> That's the whole point of Christmas sweaters. They're yeah. loose fitting. Yeah, my Stone Cold Steve Austin Christmas sweater is not going to fill itself out and look cozy. You know? <laughs> it would just be sloppy to, to have it look baggy. Keeps you warm. <sighs> Yes, uh, this is the holidays, Jake. And today, instead of uh, one of our normal episodes, what we're doing is we're pulling an episode we already did in the holiday spirit uh, out from behind the Patreon paywall. Today, what we're giving the people is our favorite alternative Christmas songs. Jake, this was about a year ago we did this. It spawned uh, many uh, a playlist brainstorming on my end as to how to make the uh, the perfect indie or emo Christmas playlist. You know, as as our recent bonus episode got into, though, um, that's Sufjan Stevens's entire side career. So we don't need to make the whole playlist, but we did pick <laughs> out a couple of our favorites. Uh, Jake, it was about a year ago. Do you even remember what you picked? <laughs> Not at all. Okay. Not even close. No. I do know that Carly Rae Jepsen has what would be a late addition to to my side. Otherwise, I think it, it's staying the same, though. You got a little Fall Out Boy, you got a little Phoebe Bridgers, got a little... So a few surprises coming your way. Um, so from us here at Columbia House Party, uh, we apologize for not having one of the regular episodes this week, but we hope you enjoy our alternative Christmas and holiday uh, favorite songs. Jake, you have a wonderful Christmas this week, buddy. You too, man. You have a great, safe and happy holiday. Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank, when all my setting won't see another one, and then I sang a song, the rain on the tune, I turn my face away, and dream you guys my Christmas Eve is, it's the one night of the year when we all act a little nicer we 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 smile a little easier we 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 share a little more 
for a couple of hours out of the whole year. All year. We are the people that we always hoped we would be. Always hoped, always hoped, always hoped we would be. Been a good boy this year? Always mm. hoped we would be. No, I had a feeling. I've been kind of a pain lately. I said some things I shouldn't have. I really haven't been too good this year. This year. I'm kind of upset about it because I really like my family. Even though sometimes I say I don't. Sometimes I even think I don't. Do you get that? I think so. How you feel about your family is a complicated thing. Especially with an older brother. Christmas, little boy. My mind had gone blank. Frantically, I tried to remember what it was I wanted. I was blowing it. How about a nice uh, football? 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 What's a football? No, no, I want to kiss your brother in your car when I shoot you in the chair. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. You're going. Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're gonna press on, and we're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny Fucking K. Fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. You're goofy. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home. How can things get worse? Worse? How can they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. The season's upon us. It's that time of year. Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty of cheer. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my, my property. sisters are whack jobs, I wish I had none. Their husbands are losers, and so are their sons. Mind you, the left. horrible, wise little twit. He once gave me a nice gift wrap box for... Keep the change, you filthy animal. It's coming on Christmas. They're cutting down trees. Putting up reindeer, singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a bonus Christmas episode <laughs> of Columbia House Party. I was wondering how you're going to do this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, little Joni Mitchell. There's no album. It's true. So that's I can't that's do the why first, I was curious. So I did the first lyric of a, of a wonderful Christmas song. Of the sad Christmas song, according yeah, to Yeah, I, I missed the schedule on <laughs> at Christmas. It's like Paul wrote it.
That's the that's the other roommate, the unnamed roommate. What's going on, guys? If you are listening to this right now, that means you are a Patreon supporter of Columbia House Party, which means we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is the first of several bonus episodes that you'll get as a Patreon subscriber. Um, there will be one kind of themed one like this month, one mailbag a month. This is the first one. So we're going to, uh, you know, the format's not going to be the exact same as the regular episodes because there's not an album that we're talking about to kind of talk around and build the narrative. But I think they'll be a lot of fun. I think this one will be still talking about songs and music yeah. and all those things. And I mean, even though this is a Christmas episode, I'm not going to talk about any less sad music. Than no, usual. absolutely not. Why would I? Why well, would we're I talk about ha- something happy. Yeah. Jolly. Merry. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is going to be an episode about our favorite non-traditional Christmas song. So, yeah, we're not talking like a band redid Frosty the Snowman, even though some bands have done awesome versions of that. Actually. Yeah. Who? Lots. There are a few out there. All right. I mean, think of that song and think of what that might sound like with some horns. (sighs) I was going to say, you are, you are welcome. And everyone listening is welcome that for this, I did not choose one of the two Mighty Mighty Boston's Christmas songs. Damn. All right. So what we're going to do, actually, Jake, before we get into that, this is, this feels a little weird. This is one of the first ones we're recording for like immediate airing. Yes. So this is not, we're not talking. It's true. It is new. Um, are you ready for Christmas? Yeah, more or less. I don't really do anything. Right. A, I'm Jewish, but also it doesn't matter because I celebrate Christmas. But it, I don't really, like, Cassie and I don't do gifts, which takes, like, 70% of the stress out of it. So, like, we are going to her family for Christmas Eve and day, and then we'll do a Hanukkah thing with my parents. But none of it is, like, for me anyway. <laughs> when does Hanukkah fall this year? It starts on the 22nd. Okay. It runs through Christmas this year. Obviously, the way... That Christmas is marketed and dominates the conversation. Um, when I was younger and didn't know much about Judaism, you think that like Hanukkah is just like Jewish Christmas, basically. Right. And sometimes it is. And yeah, and they, they run kind of parallel. And like the OC did not do a very good job of oh no drawing, they did. drawing that they line. Did a great for us. job, Christmas for <laughs> for a like non-religious Jew who likes Christmas. Christmas was like a godsend. Finding out that Hanukkah is further down the Jewish holiday power rankings, yeah. was jarring. I could see that. Well, I mean, for like non-religious Jews like me, it's not because there's only like two ones we do. Right. So it's it's very high. It's in the top three because there's only three we celebrate from like the like real like holiday uh, ones. Yeah. It's not up there, but that's yeah. okay. But that's no, cool. I'm I'm ready. It's fine. It's yeah. Christmas. I like Christmas. Christmas is a pagan holiday anyway. Exactly. Are that's you ready? Cool. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I don't have that many people to buy for. Like my dad's in Newfoundland and I'm not. The Raptors play... 22nd, 23rd, 25th, 28th, 29th, right. 31st. So I'm not going, I'll go home to Drumbo for like the 26th and the 27th. Mm. And then I'll bounce back um, for more Raptor stuff. And then, yeah, I won't go home to Newfoundland because I don't have time off and it's yeah. insanely expensive right. this time of year. Um, so I ship my dad out like a Raptors championship hoodie. Oh, nice. And then, yeah, I think I'm mostly Secret Santa, buy for roommates, buy for my idiot brothers. Yeah, I yeah, it's weird that I've sort of lost a group of, not lost, but just, like in university, my friend group, we did like Secret Santas and gift stuff. But like people I'm close with now, we don't really do gifts, which is fine and easier. But it's, gift giving also gives me so much anxiety. I, I hate buying gifts. You want to know what a good gift idea would be? Mm-hmm. Giving the people you love a Christmas themed bonus <laughs> episode.
Cutting on Christmas, they're cutting down trees, they're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. But it don't snow here, it stays pretty green. I'm gonna make a lot of money, then I'm gonna quit this crazy scene. I wish I had a river. I could skate away Well, first of all, it strikes me that Steve is not going to be listening to this anyway, <laughs> certainly not supporting the Patreon, but he would kill me for that opening line. Yeah. For butchering for sure Johnny he would. Mitchell For song. sure he would. All right. Well, so, we did the song, Steve. Yeah. The format here is going to be a little loose. Basically, what I tasked Jake with doing was coming up with three non-traditional Christmas songs that he likes or just wanted to talk about. I mean, one of the ones that I have on mine, I don't even really like. I just find it super interesting. I kind of <laughs> like it. I like it in a, a weird, very me way. Uh, I feel like... Also, to specify, these are not necessarily non-traditional. They are non-traditional Christmas songs, but it's also just Christmas songs by bands we like. Yes. So when I say non-traditional, I just meant like I didn't want to get like a cool cover of Jingle Bells or Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. I wanted it to be a song that is not generally playing in the store as you go Christmas shopping on the like adult easy listening totally. radio station. Now, there is one cover in the mix. But that's fine. But for the most part. But it's they sad. Are, but it's really sad anyway. So it's Yes. Fine. And look, that's not to say those other songs aren't good. There are some really good Christmas songs. I'll mess with the Buble album. I mean, look, even Justin Bieber has a good Christmas song. Does he? Mistletoe. It's a great track. I don't know. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. That That is not on my list. No, I, I don't either. believe it's on yours. No, it, it's um, not. Anyway, so none of that is to say that regular Christmas music is not also seasonal, it, good seasonally. I'm not firing up in March or <laughs> July or anything like that. But, you know, we got to stay true to what the podcast is. We got to stay true to our tastes. So we're going to talk about, you know, some pop punk, some alt rock some whatever you describe lcd sound systems christmas <laughs> song as talk about some different christmas songs um we're gonna trade back and forth we've got six songs and then we're gonna obviously there are more than six good ones but we each brought three and then we'll talk and then we have others that we'll yeah discuss. i mean there's a there's a lot uh obviously so while we were preparing for this a new one came out the the pop cbc kids version of kids <laughs> is now at the top of the list it's actually, I, it's i'm pushing them so hard to do like a kids oriented ep just like four to six tracks of just like, hey, that. they could tour. They might be giants and do their kids' songs. <laughs> Multiple people were like, hey, this is really good. And like, I can't listen to some of the music I like in front of my kids. So it's nice to have <laughs> that. My dad shared that on Facebook. I saw. Aww. I didn't even know he liked Pup. Yeah. Or I didn't even listen to them. Those puppets are hilarious. Those puppets are great. Now, I don't, I don't know how, but CBC doesn't do a lot of Raptor stuff. I'm on there sometimes in the playoffs, mm. but I, I don't know. I want to play with the puppets somehow now. I want to yeah. do something with the puppets. Everybody loves puppets. Yeah. I don't know why they'd have me. They would probably have a Toronto Raptor, but be better if they had you. I want in. I want the Blake puppet. If they make a Blake puppet, I want it. My head's big enough. (laughs) CBC Kids, if you're listening, yeah, I'm interested in doing literally anything that gets me to (laughs) play with the moose puppet. Get me a puppet. Yeah, 
We could pretend that one of my moose tattoos is the moose puppet. I like it. Yeah. All right. Jake, you get to lead off All right. our non-traditional Christmas song mixtape mini. It's not even a full mixtape. It's like an EP. It's only six. Yeah. yeah. An EP. I think that's the right. Okay. My first song, as Blake alluded to earlier, is Christmas Will Break Your Heart by LCD Sound System. Christmas will break your heart if your world is feeling small and there's no one on your phone you feel close enough to call yeah Christmas will break your heart like the armies of like lcd sound system okay okay so we've made it like 14 episodes without addressing it let's address it uh lcd sound system are one of my favorite bands despite the fact i completely understand all the like ugh about lcd sound system like they're too hip for their own good and i don't mean hip in as a cool way james murphy's probably a dick he doesn't come off well in meet me in the Bathroom. yeah but they're a really important band to me, and I think they make really, really good music despite all of that. But I understand the like ugh, LCD sound system attitude that's sort of taken over the last eight years because they went from being like the indie darlings to being like these fucking guys. And like, I get it. I totally get it. I don't mind. I don't have anything against them. I just like teasing you. Which is, it. but again, they're an easy band to tease yeah. for that reason. And I, I totally get it. Good Christmas song, though. Yeah. So, and to the point of this is sort of the genesis of people being like, ugh, this was the first song they released after the quote unquote breakup of the big to do in New York, which I was there for, which we'll talk about another day. I remember being really excited when this came out because it was the first new LCD music. Even though everyone's reaction was just like, what, you guys broke up and made a big deal about it. It's like, the Who have had like six farewell tours. Also, do Um, you know they pay you money for streamable Christmas songs in in the 2010s? Also, the band never said they weren't going to make music again. They just said they weren't going to tour again, which wasn't true, but they still, anyway. So, come on, are we really going to hold people to their word? Right? In this day and age, in this economy? Look, even Sportsfeld took a, took a (laughs) hiatus. We sure did. All the greats. (laughs) James Murphy said about this song, uh, he said, there's this really depressing Christmas song I'd been singing to myself for the past eight years. And every year I wouldn't remember that I wanted to make it until December 
which is just too late to actually record and release a Christmas song. You should try having a podcast, James. But this year, Al Doyle had a short break between hot chip tours where he could be in NYC, and Pat and Nancy were home, and Tyler agreed to fly out from Berlin for a few days. So we all recorded this together, reserved a pressing plant slot, and our friend Bob Weston was able to master it quickly. So that means less than two weeks after we recorded it, there is actually a Christmas 7-inch, which feels like something that could have only happened a very, very long time ago. And if you are a Patreon subscriber and you got our holiday card this year, I am holding the 7-inch. I don't know if they would have received them yet. Okay. Well, when you do, I am holding the aforementioned 7-inch. Do you know how shocking it was for me to find out that Al Doyle was not just Alan Doyle of Great Big C under like a cooler name? Like, they don't, I'm, I'm going to make cool music now. They don't look I'm gonna that sh- different. I'm going to shorten my name to Al for this project <laughs> so no one confuses it with my Newfie Folk music like project. Al Doyle, by the way, also like secretly the best member of LCD Sound System. Probably, probably coolest. Definitely. Yeah. The, no, Nancy Wong's yeah, the coolest. Yeah, that's fair. But Al Doyle in Hot Chip and LCD and makes both bands tick. He's like he's like the attacking midfielder of the band. Everything goes through him and he makes a click. There you go. Doesn't maybe get the band. glory of the, the yeah, goal scoring. But exactly. I know enough about football. To, there you go. This song is, I, got, I can't say it's important to me as a Christmas song, but it's just important to me because I it is one of the few songs on this list that we're doing today that like, it's it was a moment song for me because okay. I remember texting my buddy who we went to New York together to see the final shows and big LC fans being like, "There's a new LCD song." Ah. I just remember it very well because it wasn't long ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's my first pick. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. My first one, I got to take you back to December of 2002. We're in Chicago. Fall Out Boy are playing a home show. This is before Take This to Your Grave or From Under the Cork Tree have come out. Wow. And because it was Christmas time at home and they were on the come up, they wanted a special song to be able to play to send people into the holidays. They decided to go with this. You'll shoot your eye out. Your good years don't take my advice. You never wanted the nice boys anyway. And I'm of good cheer, cause I've been checking my list. The gifts they're receiving from me will be one awkward. 
awkward silence in two homes. You cry yourself to sleep, staying up, waiting by the phone. And all I want this year is for you to dedicate your last breath to me before you bury yourself alive. Don't come home for Christmas. You're the last thing I wanna see underneath the tree. I could care less One, I think we need to see if we're going to go six for six here of songs starting with bells. Yes. And two- Joni Mitchell didn't, but it was Jingle Bells on the Piano. Yeah, that, so that counts. It's a JC, yeah. And two, I really like the, uh, I don't know if interpolation is the right word, but uh, the way that guitar riff sounds like a Christmas tune, but isn't quite. It's very clever. I just like that they start a Christmas song with an incel lyric. You never <laughs> like the nice guys. Give a nice guy a chance under the mistletoe. Follow Boy, the original insults. Why do you go for the mean jocks <laughs> at Christmas time? Follow Boy wrote a song about that. All right. So, <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out. Uh, Yule, spelt Y U L E. I hate it and I love it. Yes. Also, the you'll shoot your eye out is a, an appreciated reference to the Christmas story, which is uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah. Holds up better than you would think for a movie yeah. from that period. Like, it's still enjoyable. You'll shoot your eye out. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking guys. Um, so. I can't believe this is before the album. Yeah, too. it's 2002 crazy. apparently. Wow. Not apparently. That's what Pete Benz said. I'm not going to argue with him. <laughs> no, I believe him. Um, he has. So this is this is a very on-brand song for Fall Out Boy. There's a lot of disdain for the suburbs and the angst that comes with, you know, high pressure time at home and being a sad person and being feeling alone and i mean it's a follow-up boy song is what it is it's yeah. just set at christmas time instead of after a high school <laughs> dance or any other time it's just a, it's just a follow-up boy song Pete wentz has softened his stance on christmas since oh that's nice yes he told noisy last christmas maybe that was a bit over dramatic follow-up boy being dramatic, you don't say <laughs> he he continues uh, i don't think it was awful I think monotonous would be a better word. I think when you're a punk rock kid in the suburbs, the holidays represent the biggest version of the monoculture. How could you not take a shot at it? That's fair. And then you go on, they'd go on to write another very successful Christmas song called Light em Up because it's about the Christmas trees. Yes. Or the menorah. Or the menorah. <laughs> Light em up. The, yeah, that's right. It's the first pop punk Hanukkah song. They also just couldn't get away from the Christmas uh, on from under the court tree. There's the lyric. Yes. The ribbon on my wrist says, do not open before Christmas. Only liars, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's going to be in my head. Actually, Zoobs was actually singing that to himself the other day, and it's been stuck in my head ever since. So Awesome. Obviously, we you can't take a song like this too seriously, but I do think that how angsty it is and how whiny it is does highlight something that I experienced myself in my early to mid-20s maybe, where when you're a kid, 
Christmas is magic, right? Like it's this mm-hmm. special, special thing. And then I think once you're an adult and you have a partner or kids, it, it takes on that specialness again. But there is this weird period where you're too old. You know, the magic's gone. You probably don't unless you're, you know, depending on your family. But like we once we all hit got out of our teenage years, the gifts scale way back and like mm-hmm. you just do it for more for the gesture and stuff like that. And then as I've seen my friends grow up and get married or have kids or whatever, then it takes on this this weightier importance again. And I do think that while Follow Boy was probably just being whiny about being sad at the holidays, I would not be surprised if there's an element of like, yeah, a lot of people in their early to mid 20s just like lost the appreciation for it because, you know, maybe it, it is a pretty easy oh, can, time of year to feel alone. Or- I can totally relate to that. I think there's years high, fairly and maybe not so fairly where I felt like Christmas really heightened the like, Sad boy does. Yes. Um, and that's, this obviously doesn't qualify as a Christmas song, but it it's similar to, there's a song by the Wonder Years called Passing Through a Screen Door that is, for whatever reason, it sticks to me as a Christmas song because it's about going home and seeing, you know, your friends and the people you grew up with at different stages. And like he's lamenting or like questioning whether he should lament his choices to be in a band and sleep on airport floors while everyone else is getting married and having kids and stuff like that. And as someone who made a mid 20s career change while all my <laughs> friends were doing that stuff uh, and did not make very yeah. much money for a couple of years, there were several Christmases in a row where I went home and Got very sad listening to you passing through a screen door a lot. I think it's also like because Christmas is such like an identifiable time and there's such a feeling to these like three weeks here in December, mm-hmm. I can pretty much go back from the 16 or 17 to like 23. I can tell you which song I was listening to at that Christmas break. Yeah. And like they're not Christmas songs, but like I know if you say 2009, what was your Christmas song? I can tell you. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like. I had a car seat headrest Christmas where I was just like home and like I can distinctly remember driving on the country roads around Drumbo mm. in the snow listening to car seat headrest extremely loudly. I don't know why. It didn't mean anything to me for Christmas. It's just it's one of those things. I had, that a, sticks. I had oh. a Matthew Good Christmas one Ooh, year. That sucks. Sorry, man. That was great. That's um, Yeah. So Wonder Years. I, how do we get the Wonder Years from Fall Out Boy? That's how. Uh, it's just a song about not knowing your place or not. Not being cool with your place, maybe, at the holidays. Um, but also, like I said, it's just a follow-up boy song. There are lyrics like, two hopes, you cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the extremely Instagrammable caption of, you're the last thing I want to see underneath the tree. Yep. I'm sure we'll see that a couple times. Yeah. All right. Merry Christmas. I could care less. <laughs> Jake, you called an audible for I this did. next song. We had originally... Christmas is the time to say I love you by the Hold Study. Which is a cover of a 1981 song by Billy Squire. Get it out of here. And I thought, you know, I sort of touched, said this with LCD. I can't believe we've made it 14 weeks and I haven't talked about the Hold Study yet. I'm going to save it because that's a bigger one than a Christmas episode. Of course. So I'm going Hold Steady adjacent for the other one. They're tour mates. They're friends. The horniest Christmas song we're going to talk about today. <laughs> this is Mrs. Claus' Kimono by the Drive-By Truckers. Oh, 
song was, as you might be able to tell, literally about an elf having sex with Mrs. Claus. Cucking Santa. Cucking Santa. Yes, indeed. It reminds me, it's it's the complete opposite thing happening, but have you ever seen the Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas episode? Yes. Where Many Charlie times. Kelly freaks out. You fucked my mom. Yeah, and bites yeah. Santa. <laughs> Did you fuck my mom, Santa? Did this you fuck in, my this mom, This is the Santa? inverse. Yes. While Santa is out banging Bonnie Kelly. <laughs> One of the elves yeah. getting up in Mrs. Claus. Well, I can't believe this song exists. So this came out on an album called The Fine Print uh, in 2009. Basically, Drive-By Truckers went through an insanely prolific songwriting spell between Decoration Day and The Dirty South, which I think are their two best records. Jason Isbell had joined the band at this point. So they had three songwriters in the band. Four, if you can't, Shauna Tucker, who wrote a couple songs later. And it was just three guys who are really great songwriters. Harrison Hood, uh, Cooley, and Isbell. Isbell just writing. Who do we know who so this, wrote this one? This is Harrison Hood. Usually in the Drive By Truckers, whoever's singing wrote the song. Okay. Uh, so this is a Harrison Hood tune. The Fine Print also has like their cover of Play It All Night Long by Warren Zevon, which they play live a lot. Uh, Isbell is a song on there called TVA, which he still plays live. It's one of his best songs, if you ask me. If you're a Drive By Truckers fan or an Isbell fan, you haven't heard The Fine Print, go check it out because it's awesome. This is a song that apparently actually dates back to 1995. Dates back as in that's when the elf had sex with Mrs. Claus? I guess so. It's when it was, or it was, just, was okay. both, I guess. Uh, it originally came out uh, with Patterson Hood solo on a compilation called Flagpole Christmas, which came with a magazine called Flagpole, which was a music magazine in Athens, Georgia, where Patterson Hood is from, that came out in the 80s and 90s to cover the rise of punk and alternative that was huge in Athens, Georgia, because R.E.M. are from Athens, Georgia. So a lot of the alternative music boom came sort of out of that region, obviously because of that. So this was on a sampler that the magazine sent out every Christmas called Flagpole Christmas, and this one's on the, the last one that I could find. Uh, it was a cassette tape. From a, huh. So it was a Patterson Hood solo, solo recording, which I guess he then re-recorded with the band. It just kind of sounds like a Drive by Truckers song. It's like dirgy and slow and it's a story and it's horny. It sure <laughs> is a story. I love this song because it's insane. Uh, but it's also like, it really sums up what I love about this band. And we haven't covered this band yet. I'm sure we will. But what I love about the Truckers is their their songwriting is always on point, always impeccable. No one tells a story like Hood and Cooley in music but it's also then they can take something like, like Cooley has his has daddy's cup which is about like a race car driver trying to please his father and it's just like a what's oh, the whole story and then there's this song which is about an elf having sex with mrs claus it's just i love that their ability to form these fully function fully formed stories and just be weird and, <laughs> and write up have I shouldn't say this. <laughs> Never mind. No, no, no. Now you have to. Um, so you know in Mallrats? Yes. When he's on stage and he tells the story about 
jerking off on mm-hmm. the plane. Yep. And then the other contestant is like, well, did he did come? come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's how I felt at the end of the song. <laughs> like, like I didn't actually feel that way, but like it came into my head. Like I, I listened to this song. I'm like, well. Tricks, it ends with him taking off Mrs. Claus' kimono. Right. So you don't know. And it's like, Jesus Christ, Gil, there are some things you just don't talk about in public. <laughs> I do love that this song does end with, I'm taking off Mrs. Claus' kimono. Merry Christmas. Very merry. Very merry. Are you, is that it for that one? Yeah, are we, ready, are we ready to get decidedly less merry? Yes. All right. Take us back to our wheelhouse. If You'll Shoot Your Eye Out is going for home for the holidays while young and angsty, this next song is going home for the holidays while dealing with mental illness, maybe as an adult, maybe as a more fully formed person than Pete Wentz was at the time. <laughs> this is Christmas Song by Phoebe Bridgers. feels more uh more our speed <sighs> just that she's absolute like best. she's like your number one now yeah yeah like she's my favorite singer at this point probably and like maybe i mean we need more of a sample on the songwriting front but like stranger in the alps is an incredible incredible album this is not a phoebe bridger's song it's a cover of a, a mccarthy trenching song when deciding to cover this song she told pitchfork it's not that often that i hear a christmas song that doesn't make me want to quit music <laughs> So <laughs> it's, I mean, it's hard to argue. Uh, there's also a funny connection here for better oblivion because McCarthy trenching are from Omaha and have opened for bright eyes. Oh, really? And now obviously Phoebe Bridgers and Connor burst have better oblivion community center. So a nice little tie in there. And this almost like feels the tone of this one and the dual vocals kind of feels like a pre better oblivion community yeah. center song. Uh, it is not Connor burst though. It is Jackson Brown, which is really awesome. Yes. So, 
Phoebe Bridgers performed a cover of this at an LA show around the holidays in 2017. Jackson Brown was in attendance and like came up to her after and told her, "Hey, I like like I liked your show." Um, oh, no big deal. Just Jackson Brown coming telling you you're good. Yes. So when she decided to record it, she was like, ah, shoot my shot. I'll, I'll ask him. Um, she said, I have wanted to make music with Jackson as long as I've wanted to make music. And fair because he'd become a fan because who with good taste would not be a fan of Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, that's he amazing. was on board. So yeah, that that's rolls. Jackson Brown doing the, doing the song with her. Um, I love this song. I, I don't like the McCarthy trenching version as much as Phoebe Bridgers because it's Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> um, but it's a very good song. It's, it's super I mean, the the one line that sticks out that kind of sets the whole theme is you don't have to be alone to be lonesome. And I feel like that's a big, you know, alone in a crowded room at the holidays is a big feeling. Yeah. At least for me as someone who's been single for a long time. No, but like, I think it's fair. Like, I remember being single through the holidays and mm-hmm. it, it is like a, you go to holiday parties. Like, I have a very clear memory of would have been 2011, my first Christmas back in Toronto and going to... Christmas party in the backseat of my parents' car and I was listening to the national as you do when you're sad. (laughs) But like, it's, it is that like being at that party and having those song, these kinds of songs in your head does play well. Uh, Speaking of the national, she also just did a seven o'clock news silent night with Fiona Apple and Matt Berenger. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And her her and Berenger also do the between two ferns movie. But yeah, Phoebe Bridgers also covered uh, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" in a really sad way. I can hear, I can hear that in my head without having heard the song, and I'm already sad thinking about it. So, in Christmas song, I feel like it's written like exceptionally well. Not not to dive too deep into sad holiday lyrics, but the imagery they use of the sadness comes crashing through the window, which is f- fine as a line, but it sets up. It's Christmas, so no one can fix it, which has that nice, that cool double meaning of. Well, if you broke your window on Christmas, like everything's closed. There's nothing you do. <laughs> but also, if you're sad and feeling this way at Christmas time, well, it's Christmas time. So no one's going to help you. You can't talk about those feelings. You're not allowed to be sad during the holidays outwardly. Um, and it builds to this bridge of it's hard to recognize the situation when you're desperately trying to have a good time and then ends with the line repeating, it's Christmas so no one can fix it. And it's just like, yeah, that yeah. I have had that holiday before where you are completely alone and you have to go through the holiday. You have to go through the motions of the holidays. And because it's Christmas, you can't really say how you're feeling. You can't really just like crawl under the covers. You have to go through it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. So no one can fix it. It's tough. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. 
Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is my final pick for this segment. Uh, this is When Christmas Comes by Los Campesinos. came out in 2014 on a six-track EP called A Los Campesinos Christmas. Uh, it featured three Christmas-themed singles they had put out over the course of their career, as well as two covers and a new song, When Christmas Comes being the new song. It came out right after their record No Blues, which is my favorite Los Campesinos record, and this just sounds like it could have been on that record, which is one of the reasons I like it so much. It's very much in the standard... Los Campesinos, sarcastic, to hide my deep, deep hurt vein. Uh, I think that Gareth Campesinos is excellent at writing these kind of lyrics. He sure is. Uh, this song That's also- why I love 16 so much. I yeah. feel like it's it's the best of, it's, it's the best album of him just in his bag. Oh, yeah. And this, like I know we both have like unconventional picks for if we do a Los Campesinos album, We do, yeah. But, but, I think, but I think we like them for similar reasons. Yeah. This song has- one of my favorite Gareth Campesinos lyrics, which is very much in line with what we're talking about, which is, I wished away the last year it was the worst of times. Audition for ass end of horse and village pantomime. Just to hear your voice calling from the back. It's behind you. Oh yeah, thank God for that. Which is quite a turn of for ass end horse village pantomime is the most Los Campesinos yes. lyric. That's great. But yeah. Auditioning. I, not, auditioning. Not even yeah, getting not in it. Not. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've auditioned for some shitty roles before, but I'm sure he didn't get it as well. Probably not. Well, no, he wouldn't be singing about auditioning for it then. <laughs> He'd be singing about oh, when I perform. That's true. Um, this actually sort of has a nice symmetry with what I was sort of talking about before about how there are bands I can tell you over Christmas breaks that are stuck in my head. Los Campesinos in 2013, right after No Blues came out, was my Christmas band for that year. I listened to very little other than them that December. Which um, fair. Great yeah, album. It's a great album. And also they're, they feel like a Christmas band because it's all about just being sad, but also just kind of angry at everyone for the fact that you're sad. Yeah. That's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's somehow it's, it's someone, someone else's, else's fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, it strikes me coming back to this conversation a second time. One of the reasons I think maybe that albums get stuck like that as a holiday album is like nothing new comes out, right? So that's true. It's not like, you know, sometimes I feel this urgency of like every Friday you got to check the new albums and that's what you listen to because you have to check them out and you have to give them a chance and um, you have to be cool and stay up with it. But like the holidays, nothing new is coming out. You're, that's just, a really good point. Yeah. You listen to whatever. It's like my phone right now because I've been working on my 2019 year end list is only albums from 2019. And once I get my album list done, it would just be like, you know what? I get a refresh and I'll just put on. Yeah, a bunch totally. of stuff of whatever. Yeah, I'm having that struggle too now. Of like, I know I need to listen to 2019 albums, but I just want to listen to other stuff. Oh, also, the, the prepping pair, for these podcasts has taken a lot yes, of my. Also true. Like, I I feel like I didn't listen to too many fewer new albums in 2019, but I didn't. There were fewer that I got to listen to like two. Or I didn't three listen times to them as to much. Out. Yeah, it was like I listened to it once, and okay, if it's not, if it doesn't strike me right away. Yeah, I felt the same. Yeah, it was also. We're not going to do a 2019 year end episode, but I thought 2019 was a. Uh, a deep year, like when I tried to whittle my list down to a top 50, I had trouble cutting yeah. some of them. But then like there's not nearly as much at the top compared to the I last two years where it's like, oh, my God, I can't decide between these two amazing albums. Yeah, I had to like find my number one this year. It wasn't like I heard an album. I was like, that's my number one. You know what I mean? Like, it I mean, was... my number one's just awkward because it feels like I lose objectivity. But is it better than no, it's Pup. Oh. <laughs> it's just like I legitimately think that was the best album I listened to this That's year. That's fair. But yeah. I mean, it's on my list too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll actually even put it number one. I'm still just fair. I get, I get the conflict around. of interest. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's on my but list I mean, too. Steve would say I'm the greatest sports writer, so right? That's true. And Steve also doesn't like Pup, so it balances out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I felt that 2019 was very much a year of a lot of really good albums, but no like. Yeah. Nothing from 2019 is on my all decade. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I also would probably just stay away from that because the, I would, even if I felt like it would, I'm wor- I'd be worried recency, about recency yeah. bias. Yeah, it's like, how do you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, anyway. All decade list, by the way. Next month's bonus episode. Yes. Still working on for that. For you, our wonderful Patreon subscribers. Is that it for Los Campesinos? I mean, I could talk about Los Campesinos more, but we can save when we actually yeah. do an episode. All right. Los Campesinos is a nice transition from sad to angry because they (laughs) they strike the balance there this next one is just angry this is on here not necessarily because i like it's not like christmas song where i think it's a tremendous song and also is christmasy and just makes me really sad this one is just weird and perfect and is like it's i don't know it's a tim burton song basically this is this christmas i'll burn it to the ground by set it off Oh, there. 
That song by Set It Off, who Jake, you weren't familiar with. Is this what all their songs sound like? No. Okay. No. I mean, they're punky, but they don't sound like a Nightmare Before okay. Christmas cosplay. I was like, this, I was like ooh, hardcore Ungo Boingo. Yeah, they were like, they were also, even though they started in 2008, this song's from 2013, um, they were like one of the first, not one, I don't know if it's one of the first, I don't know if that's accurate. One of the first I can recall coming across where they got their start basically because of like one of the guys had a popular YouTube channel. Really? It was like early Poppy, where Poppy was a YouTube personality. Stop talking about Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing it for Cassie uh, to drive you nuts. That's fair. This song comes from uh, the 2013 compilation Punk Goes Christmas, which is a great album of some covers and some reimaginings of classic Christmas songs, as well as this one. Which is <laughs> somewhere in the middle. Just out there, man. Um, so basically, it is Nightmare Before Christmas meets The Grinch. It's a self-contained story um, about there's this kid who is annoyed at all the snobby rich kids who get better presents and make fun of him for getting like Kmart clothes for Christmas. Um, so Jack, the title character, decides what he'll do this year is steal all the presents Grinch style, bring them into the middle of the cul-de-sac he lives on, and light them all on fire. It's a very hardcore emo Yes. So there's like, there's a Frankenstein element here of like where he, you know, the Frankenstein turn of, oh, if they won't love me, they'll fear me. He's like, well, uh, I had a revelation. This is my chance to sew their lips clean shut with fear. All right. It's, uh, I wouldn't say it's like a good song. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just like, I don't know. I love the idea of like, here's this Christmas story contained in one song. Um, It is as someone who, had their Nightmare Before Christmas Jack Skellington period. It feels right out of that. It feels like like that could be totally. a Nightmare Before Christmas song. Yeah. I love it. And I, I I think it's cool that you they clearly take that element. They take the Grinch story and twist it for like, oh, what if this was about actual like teens instead of a, a fictional monster character? It's good. I don't know. It's cool. It's a little different. And I wanted to end us on a different note. I like it. All, All right. right. I would listen to that song just for fun. There are a million ways we could have gone with this. Deciding on a third one, I chose that one in part just to like break up the theme like this. You know, we did a, a couple sad ones yeah. in a row. Um, and also just to do something a little different and something people maybe hadn't heard before. And a Christmas story in a song is a cool idea. Yeah. There are a lot we could have mentioned. I'm sure as, as we went through this, I think <laughs> the one that probably most came to people's heads or they were expecting us to do this is this goofy one. It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're jealous of me, I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're mama touch her, I'll never talk to you again. It's like you're I'll never talk to you again. I'll never talk to you again. It's Labor Day and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs. Labor Day and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs. And he shit, shit, shit his pants. He's always fucking shit his pants. And I'll Unless your dad will suck me, I'll never talk to you again Unless your mom will touch me, I'll never talk to you again Hey Jack, you made it to a song, I'll never talk to you again I'll never talk to you again
Oh, that stupid song. That is Happy Holidays, You Bastard by Blink-182. Probably the third best of the Blink-182 Christmas songs. Yeah. I, I Won't Be Home for Christmas is a classic. and Clear number one. Yeah, like I wanted that on the list, but I feel like that's that's so obvious that everyone already knows and likes that song. It's so good, though. It is very good. I do like that all the Blink Christmas songs always like they have one part. They're just like, hey, Travis, you're really good. Do good drum stuff. Yeah. And he's like, OK. Yeah. You'll be the only you'll be the first Christmas song since the little drummer boy. That's <laughs> that the drums is the best part. Yeah, they put they put one out this year as well called none of the Christmas song, which I don't hate. Except for the line about fucking in the rain. Yeah, that kind of comes out of nowhere. But. Also, like, it's a Christmas song where you say the snow. Yeah. I know rain fit they're, the line better, but they're, like, they're, they're from California. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I My thing with that song is, like, the if they had made it a quicker tempo, I think I would have liked it a lot more. Yeah, and it falls especially, that, it's it's almost, um it's jarring at the start. Yeah. It just, like, it doesn't fit. It sounds like it's about to be, like, a quicker punk tune, and then it falls into that John Feldman produced tempo sound it's like oh come on guys you were so close yeah but i don't hate it i actually think it's one of the better songs i put out this year there are a lot of good pop punk and emo ones there are a lot of um less good ones as well like yes. the something corporate one yeah um, the use the loneliness holiday was close to being on my list this has come up before i like the use that's true you do um you had mentioned the <laughs> it's not a christmas song but the coming down like christmas lights alkaline trio yep yeah, yeah. i thought about that one I, I, I like when songs make a Christmas reference, like the Fall Out Boy one I mentioned earlier. I'm like, yeah, that's a Christmas song in my head now. Clever. Yeah. Uh, I'd also thought about including uh, They Might Be Giant song called Santa's Beard, which is about a guy who's being cheated on by his girlfriend's cheating on him with Santa, which isn't a Christmas song, um, but it's just about jealousy, according to the band. And they use Santa as an incidental word, I guess. All right. But it's kind of fun. Cool. Um, Obviously... Actually, before I get into that one, I guess the the spiritual counterpart to uh, River by Joni Mitchell, uh, Winter Long by Neil Young. That's a good one. And then, um, oh, yeah, <laughs> I thought about including John Denver's Please Daddy Don't Get Drunk This Christmas. <laughs> feel like it was a little too I'm on so the nose glad. with the last couple. <laughs> I'm pretty glad you didn't include <laughs> Yeah, with my 2019, I don't <laughs> think we can leave that one out. Oh, um, so I have some other quick ones here. So there is a song called The 12 Days of Pop Punk Christmas. Which, if you've okay. never heard, you should check out. And it's just like it's the twelve days of Christmas, but you're getting like skinny jeans and shit. Oh, okay, yeah, it, yeah. it's clever. It. It's not. It's not great, but Apparently it's clever. a bunch of fucking birds. Also, ho ho. Hopefully, by the main is awful, but the video is hilarious. Ho ho. Hopefully, yes. Okay. Um. So they're basically standing there ironing their Christmas clothes as they sing the song, and the one guy's wearing like a Santa jacket with no undershirt, and it just it, it's right. so minimalist. Like that that video cost them three dollars. I'll hear it. I'll hear it. Um, AJJ have a record called Christmas Island that has nothing to do with Christmas, but it's a great record. I was in Sonic Boom a couple weeks ago and in one of the bins was a Bad Religion Christmas album. I didn't know that existed. And then, of course, there is Sufjan Stevens. Of course. Who, Steve told me this, I didn't know this. His Christmas catalog basically started, he would send EPs to his family as Christmas cards. Huh, I didn't know that either. And now we have three hours of Sufjan Stevens' Christmas content. He also toured the Christmas stuff. Yes, I did know that. The Surf John Stevens tour, because he knows that people will mispronounce his name. So, Surf John. Surf John. Yeah, it was, as I was saying his name the first time, I'm like, Blake, please don't say Surf John. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't say Surf John. I'm sure we'll do a a Sufjan episode one day. I'll have to fight tooth and nail for... Yeah, I might want to do for that, but that's... It'll be fine. Just do the Christmas ones next Christmas. (laughs) All right. 
So, Jake, I'm going to throw something at you. I don't think I told you this you ahead didn't. of time. You absolutely didn't, so let's find out what this is. So, we have our regular episodes, and every episode we pick a song for the mixtape. Yes. Our mixtape is going to have a Patreon-only B-side. Okay. We will pick a song from each bonus episode for the B-side mixtape. I like it. It's going to be super awkward to start a mixtape with a Christmas song. But it, it's where we come from. Yeah. It's a gift to you. Yeah. So... Jake, which of these songs? I mean, like, just for convenience's sake, I feel like one of the Blink songs makes the most sense, but that's not how this game works. Yeah. I know, it's difficult because, I like, Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink is probably, like, the best that's, in yeah. the genre Christmas song. I would think so. But also, like... If we also didn't talk about it, it's not one of the ones we picked. Exactly. But, but it's also a little different than usual because these are our own individual picks. So yes. do we pick a my song or your song? Or yeah. Or do we just pick one of each? Nah, let's just do one because okay. there's going to be two bonus episodes a month. So, that's true. Um, it'll be fun to figure, like, to see what happens with our, decade, mail, with our mailbag episodes. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the All Decade one will basically be picking our song of the decade. Yeah. Because I know we have different songs of the decade. We're, I don't, I, or I wonder if we're going to have any albums, it's any of the 10? same albums. I feel like we might share one. Yeah. Maybe two. The other one we could do is Christmas in Hollywood by Hollywood Undead, which my brother played relentlessly one Christmas, and it is it is a ridiculous Christmas song. All right. I'll skip that one. Yes. We we'll, won't do that. But you should check it out because it's ridiculous. It's... Anyway, I feel like if we're d- picking a song here, I would lean towards the Fall Out Boy one only because it's so on brand. However, we already have, but it's the B side, so it's fine. I was gonna yes. say we already have a Fall Out Boy song. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of these, like, eventually we're gonna have a Phoebe Bridger song and a Drive By Trucker song. And, yeah, and a Los Campesinos. I would, I would. We're not doing LCD, so I would. Le- <laughs> I would lean between Fall Out Boy or Los Camp just because they feel the most in line with ourselves. Yeah, let's do the Fall Out Boy one. Then. All right, it's just like it's so on the nose. Yeah, for and to start off a B side mixtape as well. Yeah, it just makes sense. Yes. All right. Follow up, boys. You will shoot your eye out. There it is for the mixtape. Guys, we just want to say thank you. This is the first bonus episode. Obviously, the format was a little loose. We're going to try something new every month with these bonus episodes. Yeah. They won't be, you know, next month's going to be the all decade. We'll have a mailbag in between then. We hope that this bonus episode and future bonus episodes prove worthy of your support as well as the regular podcast. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Yes. So thank you so much. And Jake. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Um, happy whatever holiday you celebrate or don't to everyone. All right. Next bonus episode, a mailbag.